What's up, knife heads? <laughs> it's your blade, Sway, from MTV News, and we are back for episode 102 of Knifey, Knifey Lion, Lion Radio. Radio. You made it for me, team, with a team that's in the lower leagues, in case you haven't heard, we're major and the knife is first. My name is Jonah. An American hero joining me from the depth of the West Side. It's the yellow card accumulator. Oh, hey. Also joining us. <laughs> Stupid. The DIY hot tub butt plug, Nick from Soccer. I'm sorry, I don't know. <laughs> it's truly the greatest uh, introduction I've ever gotten. Thanks, man. It's great. Called a butt plug at 9.48 p.m. on a Saturday. Thanks. All right. Uh, what else am I doing? Tonight, recording immediately, roughly immediately, following the 2-1 nail-biter to NYCFC. We'll get wild with that in our NYCFC cap. Cap. No? We'll add some world-class FCC headlines. headlines. <laughs> following that, we'll pick our FCC Man. of the week. Kevin talks in his segment. And after that, Popery. Folks. If you haven't checked it out yet, I unveiled a new video series. KLR Basement News. Just one viewing means you're allowed inside the John Hart's, John Hart's Cave, of Cave of Wonders. Zach, Wonders. Basement News. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty special, <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah. I watched it. Well, now my Google Docs won't come back up. <laughs> That's really unfortunate. <laughs> my computer's really like, no, I'm not going to let you open that. I guess I'll use my phone. That'll be fun. That's fine. I'll take it from here. Guys, how about that Marilyn Manson? <laughs> Trending for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> well, his song is also like number one on Spotify today. What? Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm team Evan Rachel Wood. I don't know about you. Zach, Same. When, when everyone else says me too, Zach says, not you too. No? <laughs> no? <laughs> We're probably working on a 12 second delay. I gotta remember that, huh? Uh, no, I heard you. I was oh, okay. <laughs> Good to know. Silent treatment. Wow, really got off crack. Off crack. Now I'm looking at this. <laughs> uh, before we get into it, Nick, did you watch FCC's documentary? Not my uh, adjacent documentary, uh, Kaylor Basement News, but uh, Nonstop Flight, the untold, quite told story of FCC. Huh? You check it out? I actually did not catch it, and uh, I got got some flack for it. Actually, I heard it was uh, heard it was pretty good. I heard there was a pretty intense scene in the uh, office where one of the players, which they couldn't name to me, was uh, trying to find out if he was going to be part of the team the next year. So Kenny was a little <laughs> upset. <laughs> That's uh, all I got. Did you, did you did you see my text? They they showed briefly. Uh, you couldn't see your head, but the holding of the Saint Jeff painting. Uh, on styrofoam i wonder if that was a jeff cad like a uh, final cut on that like um <laughs> i know there was some artwork at that event is there any way you could put that in for one split second nick you, you'll live on forever with that news yeah apparently clip. so you're telling me that's in the actual documentary absolutely jesus christ <laughs> i mean if you didn't know better you wouldn't know better uh zach you didn't watch it did you no no Great, great, great discussion. Uh, it ended at <laughs> it ended after the Portland game, which I thought was just delightful. <laughs> it was like a real positive note, like it all came together. I was like, uh, yeah, nothing happened after that. Watch else. Uh, um, but before we get into the NYCFC cap, really quick version of Are you in or are you out? Uh, Zach, we just lost a great sound effect. Adrian Reggaeton had a case of the homesick blues. Flew back to France. Reggae's gone, Zach. Say <sighs> la vie. Bad day for reggae, huh? <laughs> That's the worst day for reggae. Pete, you fucking prick cat. God damn it. <laughs> to clarify, there's a cat. <laughs> Not just your friend. Uh, Zach, what are you going to miss most about our our, uh, our short, I meant short time, but also short friend uh, reggae tone? Um, you know, I guess... <laughs> I feel like it's kind of a backhanded compliment when if I say I'm gonna miss his hustle. <laughs> <laughs> he had that down pat. Uh, Nick, how about you? Lasting memory? <laughs> Definitely the non-productive stepovers. I think I'm <laughs> gonna miss those the most. Uh, but when you go goalless for as long as we had gone, sometimes a series of stepovers is really the only highlight <laughs> of the it's game, the biggest, unfortunately. The biggest thrill. Yeah, true. But Nick, you were saying off air that you thought it was pretty weak of him to not 
stay in Cincinnati and want to go see his family during COVID. Do you want to expand for the listening audience? Yeah, thank God we don't record things that I say off air because, man, that would just paint a really <laughs> nasty picture of who I am as a person. That's on your Blaze podcast. Nick Nick Bayless here. <laughs> Did you see my Taylor Twelman name? It's not the best, but we're going with Pitch Bayless. <laughs> I tweeted that after we scored. I said, take that. Uh, pitch Bayless. <laughs> so I, I added a picture just so everyone, you know, put two and two together. Uh, Kevin McCloskey didn't seem too impressed. Um, no, it was like, I don't know. Maybe his maybe, family could have moved here. His family could have come. I don't know. You know, I'm just spitballing here. Oh, I flew across the country and nobody had a diaper for me. Oh. And then Tommy G went, and uh, there was a goal. Uh, reggaeton, you will be missed, but uh, we have plenty of people to fill your void. As you saw tonight, we were a nonstop offensive juggernaut for most of the game. Uh, but let's get in. Unless, Zach, do you want to set the, set the stage? You've been waiting patiently for me as technology has tried to thwart us from beginning a podcast once again. Yeah, no, I'm just nervous. I wanted to get it started. I got uh, Eli fell asleep on the couch during the game, so I left him on the couch. When he wakes up there and I'm not <laughs> anywhere to be found, it's going to be, uh, I don't know. You'll hear it. <laughs> Dad, what the sure. fuck? <laughs> Speaking of what the fucks, I don't know where uh, Avery's been dropping a lot of F-bombs, and I think there's been some unsupervised uh, Google Meet school uh, scenarios going on. He's picking up. I'm just going to blame the other kids. It couldn't be my parenting. I never cuss. But he's like, oh, oh, what the fuck? Oh, fucking fuck. But like, and the other day I was like, what did you just say? He was like, I don't remember. Like, you know, was the last thing he said. I was like, what did you say? He's like, I don't. He's like pulling his hair. He's like, I don't remember. I was like, you know what you said. I was like, I don't well, you've got him on tape like a year ago, dropping f bombs left and right in the room. Yeah, by that was himself. that one time. I feel like that was from me. But you know, there was like a two year gap in between them. But the fucks are back. COVID times, things are getting rugged and raw. So I guess I can't blame him too much. Uh, should we get into this game? A snoozer that became a real opposite Loser? of the rhyme. <laughs> no, that didn't play as it got worse. It was a snoozer that turned into a amuser. <laughs> sure. I don't have anything written down for this. FCC flies to New Jersey. I don't know if they told you that, that they're actually in New Jersey and not in New York. They mentioned that a few times. Um, Zachy Breathe is very important. No, it's not. Go ahead. They <laughs> fly to New Jersey for the first of what is going to be 12 straight games in New Jersey to play. Not New York Rebels, but NYCFC. I don't really know anything about NYCFC, and I could name maybe two of their players, but apparently they're pretty good. And um, they put it to us early. Starting lineup was different because Frankie Amayo's on a yellow. Apparently Vanderwerf, uh, his crotch broke. Um, What's-his-face is gone. Back to France. So finally, Nick, we get Kubo up top, something we've been (laughs) dreaming about for a while, especially since we haven't scored a goal in five years. How did it feel to see him up there? Yeah, I was hoping for big things from him tonight, but... You know, that's kind of one of the weaknesses of our formation is the fact that we have so little support up top with the just two forwards. So I'm thinking, like, Kubo has to be one of your options up there alongside Lacadia. So I was I was hoping for some offensive fireworks, man, but uh, I also knew that New York uh, FC was also pretty defensively um, stingy, to use the, the, the phrase that was put forth from our announcers. But uh, I knew it was going to be a little bit of a task, and I was hoping our midfield can get up, but... Without Frankie, I was uh, I was a little worried. Well, you had reason to be because we couldn't do fucking shit in that first half. And uh, it seemed like we can never deal when a team presses us in any way, shape, or form. And this was uh, no different than that. It seemed we were playing a little bit of an 8-2 uh, with the two of those guys up top. And they were playing a high line. We had chances to exploit it. We didn't really except when they were offsides. Zach, what did you enjoy least about the first half? Um, when I Well, or most. It kind of... <laughs> it kind of can uh, continued in the second half when I texted you guys. I felt like um, I didn't notice this as much other games. Maybe I didn't pay enough attention, but Lacadia is trying to break um, that back line, their offsides trap, and he's holding up and holding up, and then he's ready to take off, and we are just not timing our balls right. I feel like if we could get him off quicker, he could get in behind um, pretty often, and uh, so that was kind of frustrating to watch. Uh, 
don't know. Are we doing headlines now or later? Let's, let's fucking do it. Also, I should say, this is the NYCFC <laughs> C-cap. C-cap. I didn't do that. I need my echoes in there. Yeah, you got well, a headline gonna, about that? I was going to say, there's a headline. Um, this is about the first half. Sure. Um, Woodward bombshell. Leaked <laughs> phone calls revealed Duplan declaring, tonight I pass to other team. <laughs> <laughs> We got a lot of that going around. Uh, where was that headline from? Sorry, we didn't get the paper. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, that's from CNN.com. <laughs> okay. um, this was this is a headline that also was from pregame, uh, right before the match kicked off. It was from the New York Times. Uh, Nick, did you see this? <laughs> I did. I oh. did. I love it. Oh, then you'll, I hope you laugh again. Uh, do I get waffles at halftime? Confused Kubo thinks he's back in Belgium after starting the game up top. <laughs> That might be the best one I get. Um, we did have an early chance in the first half. I don't remember. Ball got... Well, before, oh, go ahead, please. Before, before you get too far, you were talking about all the personnel changes with Reggaeton leaving and uh, some people out hurt. Did you guys catch a Jimmy McLaughlin was out with a calf injury this week? Did you yeah. see that? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Orange and Blue, the Orange and Blue shoehorn had an article that said, Pick your poison. Obvious pine rider McLaughlin decides what injury will thwart his playing time every week. <laughs> He's been battling something for a while. <laughs> Poor guy. Just can't get it together. Uh, but yeah, early on there was a ball whipped uh, do in. Do you think he's like Netflix and chill with Allie Birding or uh, Ride the Pine in NYC? <laughs> I think I'll stay home. Especially Coach, the- my calf hurts. <laughs> You got it, James. You're a legacy here. <laughs> Stam is just like, who are you? <laughs> exactly. I don't know if you guys saw. I'll just keep mentioning this cross into the box for the fourth time. Uh, Lakadia got a head on it. Probably should have had a better head on it. And then it went right in front of, I think, Deplon. And yeah. uh, that might have been our best chance at the first half besides the obvious offsides goal. There was a headline about that, though. This was from the Salem Tribune. Ichabod Lame with Master Jurgen says, I don't do headers after early miss. <laughs> that reminds me of another headline. Um, this was in the... Uh, it's a Sleepy Hollow one. Please link is at time. Uh, not really my thing. Gutman explains how he doesn't do offside traps. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's weird of you, because that totally made me think of this headline that I read in... Uh, cosplay Daily. Andrew Gutman compelling a new role as Frodo where he fights hard to assure what side ring is on. <laughs> uh, well, you guys reminded me of this one. Mine's more like Zach's, uh, fortunately or unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> these are terrible. This one's from Newsweek. But like the keeper didn't know, Loka puffs chest after clear offside's goal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nick, I think he had a few moments in the second half to redeem himself a little bit, but we'll we'll go after you every time Gutman plays poorly. We'll blame it on you. What'd you think of your boy? Uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if he was any worse than other players on the team, but uh, he's still having some moments that'll make you scratch your head a little bit. Well, he did like he played like three different players tonight. I mean, he had moments of mediocrity where just kind of blended in. Then he had moments where he's making runs up the side of the field, looking threatening. Um, playing some good combinations and triangles on the left side. And then, mostly in the second half, he just kind of looked like he was out of his element again. Like, we were talking about the pressing kind of got to him. Uh, he wasn't able to, like, uh, make uh, very solid passes. His traps were kind of off. Yeah, very schizophrenic performance from him. Uh, there was a headline about him. I honestly think I've done nearly this exact headline, so let me know if it's familiar. I should say I found the same headline while wow, these papers are just repeating themselves over and over. This is from... The Milwaukee Morning Sun. I'm not sure it's even German. Dienschlag denounced Gutman. Claimed descendants were French. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've done something with German and Gutman before. Classic Gutman. Uh, the worst pass of the game, I think it was Kubo when he had uh, Lacadia on and someone else like streaking down the middle and he played it all the way to like the back post of no one. Was that the one where Tommy G couldn't believe it stayed in or was that a different ball? No, that was different. And, uh, sorry, my headline about Gutman was uh, referring to the goal. 
which uh, I guess we never got to. <laughs> did they score it? Yeah, they did. What was their goal? NYCFC scores a goal in the first half. They um, broke our offsides trap and because uh, right, Gutman right, right, right. didn't step up in time. There's a headline about it. Not really my thing. <laughs> Gutman explains <laughs> how he doesn't do offsides traps. I, I didn't remember that at all, but the headline still worked for me. Uh, I can't blame no, him. But, I would. Um, there was a headline about that ball that didn't go out of bounds. <laughs> sure. This is in the uh, Des Moines Tribune. I swear, I spilled water on my crotch. <laughs> Tommy G. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> fucking goddamn. Tommy. Tommy G. Swears to Alex Steck after pissing pants, <laughs> laughing about ball not going over line. <laughs> I never I'll get this one. Sorry, I'll get this one out of the way. Um, this is also from the Des Moines Tribune, I think. Uh, I swear I spilled yogurt. Tommy G swears to Alex Steck after coming pants over the Mercy Health lawn. I like Kevin too. He's like, oh, I haven't been there, but yes. It's but mit- I agree. It's ridiculous. Have you felt Nick's shag carpet? Oh yes, I know. It's, I haven't. I haven't. Touched but it, yes, but yes, yes, yes. Also, uh, Tommy G is like nobody has ever been more confident about something than one replay later. Like, well, actually, you're right. Yep, <laughs> I was like, oh, questionable call. Nope, looks like it was the right call. Yeah, uh, I guess you're right, partner. <laughs> I don't want to keep ragging on him, but uh, <laughs> much like um, Nick's favorite line from Tommy G, which is uh, Walker chips it in from deep. <laughs> yeah. um, that one series of plays where fucking TT is like scrambling, like chasing after the ball and like it's bouncing around all over the box. He's just, you would never know. <laughs> he's calling a chess match. He's not, especially on these games where they're calling him remote. He's having a lot of trouble catching the vibe off of TV, which it shouldn't be because we can catch the vibe and we're watching it on TV. But it was also that Chicago fire game that away to Chicago was the one where like they scored the first goal. And the only way you would know it is, because you're watching it and not based on any of like his volume inflection or even really calling the goals like and that's a goal for Chicago like what just happened bro <laughs> it, and it, it all reminds me of um the announcer at a great american ballpark when he's calling the next batter for the opposing team <laughs> as solemnly as possible yeah uh yeah i mean sorry while we're on the subject uh, i got another <laughs> sorry <laughs> this is a headline out of um la times um Stop, drop, and don't roll? In scenes reminiscent of M. Night Shyamalan's The Happening, thousands of FCC fans simply drop dead after slamming faces into bricks due to Tommy G game call. (laughs) (laughs) What a wild ride of anger. (laughs) Uh, I got one. Speaking of no-shows, like you were in the first half especially, this headline was from uh, the Bosnian Dispatch. Um, <laughs> greetings from the Eiffel Tower. Harris sends postcard revealing his location during game. He's sorry. That's really great. He's also with Hecaton. Did I make that clear? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Harris was actually out of town for this game. <laughs> that's a point. He's in. Uh, he's gotcha. in. He's in Paris. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> and then Slack. I said several times. I think into the second half. Harris is trash, so uh, he must have not been having a great game for me. It's hard to remember now, but uh, they get a second goal. Who do we blame for the second goal? It's hard to even piece this together. Nick, you got a, you got a memory bank on that one? It was so long ago. I'm trying to remember the second goal. What happened? Um, it was a corner. We headed it out, and I'll blame it on Yuya Kubo, who kind of, uh, I don't like to use the B word, but he kind of bitched out <laughs> and ducked, and uh, they let fly from outside the box. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good strike. I'm not skipping ahead to FCC's goal, yeah. FCC's goal too too quick, but Brandon Vasquez's first shot that got uh, parried right back to him didn't hit it with much authority. Just got, gently tried to pass it into that corner, and like on the replay, Kevin's like, "Oh, the first shot was a good one too." It's like, "Yeah, real good, bro." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that was a," real... and then <laughs> like, that's that's a little harsh. It had some power oh, on please. it. Oh, one time. Oh, watch it again. No, I first don't think touch. It... It was a it was a fine attempt, but you don't have to put you know fucking whipped cream on it. Like oh, great shot on the first one, yeah, so great he missed. Anyway, well, speaking of, um, these are two different headlines from the Enquirer. I quit. 
thousands of FCC fans give up on supporting lifeless team at halftime. Uh, then if you flip to the back page, I'll give them another shot. Thousands of <laughs> FCC fans fall back in love with team in 75th minute. It's so true. But before that, that goal from FCC, there was this headline. <clears throat> it was from uh, the New York Daily News. Skinny Michael Moore? Tommy G goes trolling for dollar signs with part two of nonstop flight covering the first three seasons again instead of <laughs> Nick instead of bowling for Columbine yeah trolling for dollar signs <laughs> um, yeah most of my headlines were written before we scored that goal so we finally make some substitutions well, no go please, well, I, will, please I will say Patterson uh, had a I don't know if you saw that little move up field where he, he dribbled a couple guys oh yeah took it up and, and then ended up getting fouled but uh uh, apparently, it warranted enough uh, attention to it that the Sacramento Mento wrote, Drop the mic. Dancing Queen <laughs> Peterson ready to discard songbird vocals and start moving and shaking upfield. <laughs> I really thought you were going to do some real Tom Patterson game analysis. I was like, Here we go. Nick's going to go for three minutes on uh, the virtues of Patterson. But Mayor, Mayor thought like he just gave up. He was like, What am I doing? up here and like he felt some contact he was like all right perfect i'm fucking getting down uh but it was pretty nice you expect that maybe from Watson or something but uh yeah we haven't seen the moving shaker dancing with a star get up getting up field too much uh but yeah we made some substitutions one of them was hilarious because it was nick hagland and i know like it was supposed to mean a formation change as uh, kevin tried to confusingly explain to me several times but uh, i was like oh yeah we're not giving in yet we're putting nick hagland in the game for the third time this year but him and Cruz came in, and uh, I guess we changed the formation. Uh, Nick, soccer guru. Huh? Hey, well, before we get to that, there was a, <laughs> this is a headline. Uh, this is actually ESPN.com. I swear he was out there. Yapstam assures fans and reporters that Caleb Stanko did play tonight. <laughs> Are you sure he wasn't in Paris at the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> Nick, we switched to an 865. What did you see out there when we finally made a switch and got some fucking possession? Yeah, I think we went, was it to a 4-3-3? Is that what we ended up going to? That's what they tell me. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously we're in a position where we're, we're losing the game. We're trying to apply some pressure. Uh, New York City's probably back on our heels a little bit, trying to preserve the league. So I'm not, I'm not buying in yet to the 4-3-3 being like this uh, game changer for us. But it definitely, in this situation, this scenario, they were definitely able to kind of open up some space on the offensive third, start applying some real pressure. I mean makes a huge difference what, what a couple more guys will do in your offensive uh, third of the field when you're trying to score goals. But, uh, yeah, I, I, but I, like I said, I think that it was just the circumstances that New York City were they're trying to preserve a lead. So I'm not so sure that that's something that, you know, I'm sure there will be people calling for us to go to a 4-3-3 all of a sudden. But uh, I'm, not, I'm not convinced because if we can't get it done <laughs> with that many defenders in back right now, I, I doubt that we're going to get it done with three. It would be nice to finally try it out against a bad team. It's like uh, we, we, nice. we tried something different in that first MLS's back game against the crew and they destroyed us. And, um, you know, if we could get a game against a couple bad teams, maybe we'll play Nashville once, that would have been fun. But there was a headline. Uh, this is, of course, written when we were down 2-0. United, oh, the, this is from, uh, guess what this paper? The New York Times. <laughs> I'm really going out on a limb. I'm going to pick them again. Um, United FCC, benevolent since he honors 9-11 by letting F- NYCFC dominate game. You got to respect that, doing it for the hometown team. You have team. to. Yeah. <laughs> He's damaged. <laughs> There's a, uh, this was in the uh, Detroit reminder. Uh, yes. You only get one shot. Rasmussen poll asks 2,000 potential voters. You have one swing of a baseball bat to one person's face. <laughs> NYCFC's Tillerhorn defeats Marilyn Manson, Harvey Weinstein, and Stephen Miller <laughs> in a landslide. <laughs> wow. I see this guy's face. <laughs> a lot of information. Um, let's get to the goal. Brandon Vasquez came in. He was up top with uh, what's his face, Jurgen Noscoria. I just came up with that, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Jurgen Noscoria. He did have that offside goal, and honestly, I was never more pleased to see somebody go through with what was obviously offside. I was like, yes, let's. I don't know. This is probably 
commentator kind of bullshit. We're like, yeah, you saw it hit the back of the net now, buddy. You know what it takes. Come on. This has to do something. And then later he took that rip from outside the box that really had no zing on it. I was like, just keep shooting, Loka. Keep shooting. So I thought it was kind of sad, but also hilarious for him. That ends up being Brandon Vasquez, who gets two chances right in front of the goal and buries it back home. And Nick, we were back in it, baby. 2-1. Danger zone. Yeah, we were. We were, and it was a quintessential FCC goal where we score off a rebound from the goalkeeper. Um, I, I know. I think there is something to be said when someone scores a goal, even if it's offside. Like we talk about confidence all the time, but like I think that this is like a game where you can obviously see the role that people having a little bit of confidence, the role that that plays. I mean, um, you know, we're not getting any offensive threat. We change formation. All of a sudden, we have a little bit more pressure on their defense. We end up scoring a goal, and the whole game changes. I mean. Um, and, and not to mention, like, you know, we're going to get to Cheneau, who is obviously understanding that all of a sudden uh, FCC has all this newfound confidence. So what does he do? He's going to milk as much fucking time as possible. But, uh, no, it was great to finally get back in the game. Great to break the goal-scoring the goal, uh, goal drought that Tommy G relentlessly reminded us of. So, Zach, hey, there's, a, there's a lot to hate from NYCFC. That guy was the late leader. But early on, it was... Uh, what was the name? Sting, Bing, Stang, Dang. Uh, it was like one Ring? word. Ring. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, he got in a little thing with Kendall Waston, and I that's the chirpiest I've seen Kendall Waston in a long time. And I was just, I tweeted, I said, the worst thing that could happen for NYCFC is to score some more goals because Kendall might lose all inhibitions and just fucking murder this dude. And honestly, personally, I would have been okay with the red card there if he would have just fucking knuckled him straight in the <laughs> face. But uh, how'd you feel overall about uh, possibly a new villain on the block for FCC? You know, it's easy for us to, to find new ones. We're still angry at Guido for a game from five years ago. So how did it feel to hate on NYCFC tonight? Well, it was spread out a lot. And there was, uh, <clears throat> yeah, Tillerhorn. What's the guy's name who faked his head injury? Uh Mahomes. Chanel. Chanel. Uh, Chanel West Coast. And, uh, <laughs> and dude, there, fuck, there's another guy, too, the Paraguayan. I really disliked him, It was, him it was too. an extremely unlikable team. And I'm, Yeah. Medina. Was that the guy's yep. name? Yeah. And, um, like, is this how DC fans felt in the, the classic two red card game from last season? Like, watching us? Like, just the rage building up <laughs> these fucking assholes? Yeah, uh, I'm, well, I mean... I I don't know. Who was there to hate besides like Ledesma? Yeah, and it, our, their, ours was just time wasting. Theirs was like something else. And then the guy, Kubo felt pressure, went down. It wasn't a penalty, fine, but it was also not a flop. I don't know if you remember that. And the guy gets up and is screaming in Kubo's face about like diving. And Kubo's just like, what? I'm like, and then they show the replay and he's got his arm on his back and they both go down. It was just like, that's not a dive. I know if you're... If you're just doing that to overcorrect, so they think you didn't do anything, but uh, I think that was what was that that was Chanel, wasn't it? But yeah, so that's when he got on my radar for screaming at dear old Kubo. Seems quite genial. I guess their time wasting paid off because we were in a fucking groove. Yeah, right I mean, my that. biggest problem was the fact <clears throat> that like it seemed so mysterious to Tommy G that or he couldn't perceive the fact that this guy is obviously wasting time so much to the point that Hollywood Extra has this article. Um, <laughs> Chanel, a new cerebral thriller titled Brain Tease, where his motives are completely unknown to morons. <laughs> I, I was imagining, like, um, Kevin sending him a text like, <laughs> in the booth. Hey, partner. Uh, <laughs> he's not really hurt. <laughs> no, but Tommy G reads it out in his voice every time. He's like, it's supposed to be serious. He's been down a long time. Like, is this your first soccer game, bro? This shit happens. Well, I mean, time. as soon as he, it, like, like, like a minute after he got hurt, he was on the ground. He gets up and he just starts yelling at the ref. He's obviously like, he can see him staring at the ref. He's yelling at him. He's like, he's like, this completely changed modes out of nowhere. Like, and then all of a sudden he goes back down and holds his head again. Like, okay, you, you were able to find that moment of like concerted rage, but you're that hurt. And we got the ball back. If it wasn't a head injury, the game would have kept going. Like we we had we were on the attack. The ball bounced out. We still have possession on their half of the field. And then they fucking stopped the game for this fucking asshole. So that's what hurt even more. We were in we were in attack mode. Uh, Zach, did you think the equalizer was coming? Uh, I hoped, but I kind of felt like it wasn't. <laughs> no, I didn't really think it was coming. <laughs> but uh, it would have been something. 
<laughs> something that would have definitely been like a win. Um, I had my Twitter poll earlier, Nick. What did you did you uh, what did you say to that Z- zero zero <laughs> draw or three two loss? That was that was a tough one. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I think that it was ended very about fifty fifty de- too. Yeah, I mean it was it was a tough decision. Like the uh, level headed side of me is like you know it's a fucking point on the road, whatever. But I'm like I'm so fucking sick and not seeing like <laughs> our players score goals that I would do almost anything just to see a couple goals go in. So. So I ended up not voting. <laughs> I voted for the uh, 3-2 loss. Speaking of uh, Tommy G, <laughs> this uh, was a headline in Bon Appetit. <laughs> Are these not food? <laughs> Chefs everywhere questioning after uh, FCC announcer Tommy G says he loves the food and the pizza and the cannolis. <laughs> That's weird that you brought up that headline because... Um, in the food newspaper, they had a headline by Tommy G, and then he said, uh, Holy cannoli, FCC announcer Tommy G goes on about ball staying in bounds until he remembers the smell of cheeseburger. <laughs> I'd hate that I was not paying attention to this moment. <laughs> no idea what you guys are talking about. He just said when he goes to New York, he's one of the things he's sad about, of course, the food. And the pizza, and the spaghetti, <laughs> and the cannolis. Yeah. And the hot These guys dogs. love to eat, unlike the rest of the planet. <laughs> oh, Tommy. You and your food. Nick, did you see... Alex Steck, do you smell those hamburgers down there? <laughs> Describe them for me. I'm licking the microphone right now. I can't take it. Are they dripping? <laughs> That's another headline. Those aren't well, mashed speak- potatoes on my... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> well, speaking of speaking of dripping, uh, all the teasing that FCC was doing on the field with us uh, trying to get an equalizer, Pornhub Press uh, decided to publish this and is new fetish where pro soccer team combines edging and goal teasing, dubbed orange and blue balls. <laughs> no way, that's the first orange and blue balls. All right, but yeah. So can we just talk about how exciting? I was like, well, really, what does one goal matter? Like, I, I'm changing my tune mid-game, and then the goal goes in, and, you know, I'm electrified. <laughs> I just got a burst of energy through my body. It's like, this is what it's like! <laughs> Zach, goals, Yo, they're, they're a real game changer. <laughs> uh, it can really change things. <laughs> um, but how did it take your excitement level from a 3 to a 6, from a 3 to an 8, from a 2 to a 3? Like, what are we talking? From a 3 to a 6, I would say. Oh, baby. How about you, Nick? Were you given new life i stood up a couple times i stood up i did yeah i really was uh from a one to a seven actually um <clears throat> the monotony of the game was totally getting to me i'm thinking up oh, we're in another loss this is gonna suck whatever and we score the goal and then obviously changing the formation i'm like you know this is the time a formation like this is gonna possibly work maybe it's gonna yield us another goal and uh yeah so didn't happen <laughs> uh i'd be remiss not to mention our lord and savior joe Zhao again Bad part for him, it seemed like every time he got on the ball, they were aware that he was our only attacking threat, and he was fucking swarmed at all all times. But still, several times, especially in that first half, he was fucking moving and grooving, and he's definitely mm-hmm. the styling on him of the game. And definitely uh, right back material. He, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty exciting to see him get pushed forward a little bit. I know there's not like an obvious replacement for him. Apparently, they're telling me, but uh, yeah, it's nice to see him up there because the man simply can get down the field. Zach, Joe Jow, Joe Jow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think they figured out our, uh, our game plan and he was <laughs> fucked. <laughs> he got fouled a lot, too. Um, opposite of FCC, not the opposite, but much like FCC Survivor, let's say you can only pick three players who are on this roster right now who have played in the game this season to keep all the teams getting replaced except for three players. Nick, which three players are you keeping? Oh, glad you started with me. Um, well... <laughs> I'm going to say probably a controversial one because he hasn't yielded much, but I think Lacadia because I think if we can get the right players in in there to link up with him, that it's going to make a difference. I mean, you brought up a point um, ways back where you're saying that he's so good at these long ball connections, like he really is. And when you only have two strikers, you need somebody that's going to have good hold up play, be able to get ahead on it, to chest it, to try to bring it down. And I think he does a pretty superb job for what he's dealing with to do that. So I definitely would say him. Um, I would also say, 
Who? This is where it gets kind of tough after one person. Um, <laughs> let me see. Um, I mean, I would say Joe Jow for sure. I mean, he's proved everything to me with his, um, you know, trying to get down the field, take on players one on one. So definitely Joe Jow and uh, Kendall. I don't know. See, now it's real <laughs> tough. Now it's real tough. But Kendall Watson, honestly, <clears throat> on all free kicks and corners. Like, there's no one else I would rather have in a fucking box than that man. Like, honestly, he's so good against dead balls. Like, he's always getting his head on it. So, um, he's not very good in a run of play, but controversial pick. Kendall Watson is my third. Top that, Zach. Um, <clears throat> my first two are the same, and then I would toss up. Uh, I like Alan Cruz and, and uh, Frankie. That's four. Yeah. You well, just broke the rules. Well, speaking else. of breaking the rules, I don't know if you read this headline. This was on uh, this was on Nick's Twitter, actually. Jesus. <laughs> Interesting tidbit from FC Cincinnati training today. Stam working on ways to uh, sneak 12 players onto the pitch. <laughs> Good to know they're doing things to try to win games. <laughs> Honestly, if we had another guy out there, I'm not sure how much it would help. That's what's so depressing. It took me about two hours to write that. <laughs> Um, I should pay you for it. Absolutely. Did you see this headline? This is from after the game. This is from... Uh, Shouldn't they all be? The Rotterdam... <laughs> uh, the cool one, wasn't it? The Rotterdam Rosette. Everyone but me. Defiant Nye Camp places blame for two-year rough patch. I don't know if you guys saw that. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's being honest. Oh, who will I pick? Thanks for asking, Zach. Uh... <laughs> Let's go Joe Jow, Alan Cruz, and Frankie Amaya. Why not? I didn't really think about that hard. Uh, ends up 2-1. We get a little bit of, uh, you know, something to barely sink our baby teeth into, mm-hmm. but it's more than nothing. So let's go ahead and pick our... Did, oh, please, Nick. I did, I did have an idea about trying to Win? stop the, the goal-scoring <clears throat> drought, which we did tonight, which is great. But, but again, the game, I was thinking, if we took advantage of that kneeling opportunity on the first minute of kickoff... <laughs> I mean, we could probably <laughs> definitely fucking start putting some points on the board. Could you imagine? I mean, they don't even blow the whistle. I guess they do blow the whistle, but everyone, like the ref's kneeling too, and you're just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine Ron Yan's head exploding? Shout out! Shout out! <laughs> this is not what I took you to the museum for. <laughs> it was for my longing for the past. Let's pick our FCC. Nah! of the week oh baby brandon vasquez man of the match but uh i see him out there and he screams usl to me but uh uh zach this time i'll start with you who are you giving a ten thousand dollar grubhub gift card that's only good at wendy's to oh geez um who did it for you (laughs) (laughs) silence is different (laughs) no no man no wrong answers really (laughs) I don't. Nick, who did it for you? Yeah, I mean, there's no fucking clear answer after this game. Um, everyone kind of had a little moment here and there. So I'm going to give it to Pedersen for his uh, shake and bake up the field. It's the best. That's the best I can think of. I mean, he's really coming out of his shell back there. I say Joe Jow did the most with less. I'm kind of tired did of he? giving it. But he didn't create a, a single thing, I don't think, did he? Uh. Yeah, he did. He had the shot in the uh, second half. Yeah, we had a few that had to be saved. You say that, but it's not like <laughs> there's anyone to really... You know, I'll say... Actually, I'm saying Nick Hagland because there were no goals scored on Nick's watch. Let that be known, coaching staff. How about you, Zach? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to give it to... Uh, I'm going to give it to Loco. I thought he got himself in some good spots. And, um, you know, he took that one out of the air, tried to volley it. That was, that was something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it did seem like he was, like, a lot more... <clears throat> like a tenacious tonight like he was really pressing and running hard on balls so yeah i mean i i thought he looked noticeably better tonight he had it all except the fucking goal so congratulations nick hagland you are this week's fcc (laughs) of the week and i know you like wendy's i could just tell i mean he's got a headband now he's a whole new man but yeah not not a lot to write home about but uh, at least we had 20 minutes of semi-entertaining action because it's been few and far between. Uh, the next game is this—is it this Wednesday or do we get a whole week before that next game? But they're coming fast and furious when they start. How about this new schedule, guys? We can't catch a break. Nick? <laughs> yeah, I mean, New York bound for a while is what it sounds like. And uh, 
like Tommy G masterfully pointed out, that Lisa will be able to get used to the facility. Well, it might be true, but I don't know. Tough schedule. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not expecting any fireworks. Zach, how many points out of our next three games? Um, I'm gonna cross my fingers for one. <laughs> it's, it's sad but realistic. I think Red Bulls might be our best chance. So that's coming up Saturday. Ooh, another seven o'clock game. We can go through this whole charade again. Let me make sure my computer is not working. We go Saturday, Wednesday, and then Saturday. Oh baby, what a time to be alive! All right, Zach, do you have any other headlines? No, I was making up most of those as we went along. Could you tell? <laughs> uh, do you guys see Mocha Joe's on the plane? Yeah, I did. He's a coming. I'm putting all of my faith in him changing literally everything about this team based on nothing just because right now there's nothing to tell me he won't be that person. So I'm just going to I'm going to assume it is and if he comes out and has a decent game, I'm going to go Tommy G uh, yogurt on my pants for sure. <laughs> um what's your name? Kevin? Go ahead. Kevin's in the last starts right now. Gonzalo Higuain signs in Miami. They finally get a player people have heard of. Also, Miami fans attacked Orlando's mascot in Orlando over the weekend. As Miami lost Orlando 2-1, they are now bottom of the East and the League. But before FCC fans take a victory lap on that, FC Cincinnati is just one point ahead and actually tied on points with San Jose and Vancouver. And the hits keep coming for FCC as Nashville actually beat Atlanta 4-2, to and that completes Atlanta's cycle of suck in the South. They have now lost to Miami, Orlando, and Nashville on the season. Welcome to the league, Charlotte, soon. Chicago, they drew with Columbus Crew, but Crew are still firmly atop of the table overall. Colorado put five up on RSL. Top three in the West are Sounders, Minnesota, SKC, and in the East, it's Crew, Union, and Toronto. Goalish streak out. Oh, baby. He's done it again. Popery. Anything new? Huh? Nick, how about you? Life, liberty, the pursuit of soccer? What's going on, Nick? Bring us home. Yeah, I mean, I guess the biggest shocker to me this week was Reggaeton because, uh, I mean, I really, <laughs> this is going to sound terrible, really want to like the guy because, like Zach said, he does bring the hustle to the team and he seems like he could be a catalyst in certain moments where you need him to be. So it was really bummed that uh, this all transpired the way that it did and uh just kind of seemed like it came out of nowhere i mean i've never heard of it uh him having issues but yeah i guess uh i don't know man pretty sad about it i I like reggaeton and and i thought he could have could have evolved into something great for cincinnati zach was that was that what defined your week as well (laughs) (laughs) yes that's what i'll (laughs) that was literally my 9-11 Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> My stomach fucking hurts so bad. Something's wrong with me. Um, that FCC will do it to you every time. No, I, I had something. Nick, did you I'm listen to the last one? I started to. Oh, man. <laughs> the movies were really gold. I'm the check, ba- I'm the check back in. Jesus <laughs> they weren't that far into it. Uh, well, like I, I said, I, I started it. I mean. <laughs> I listen when I'm not on. And you're on, so I'm sorry. I listen usually after I upload it that night on my phone. If I'm in the car, I give it another play. Here out, here out, playing in the car, and then sometimes I'll play it on the computer uh, downstairs. You know, I, I get all the vibes, and then I check the numbers, and I'm like, why do I care? Why do I care? <laughs> Did either of you guys come across my ad? <laughs> no, you're not a big Facebooker. Uh, Max saw my ad. He sent me a screenshot. I said it's working. Yeah. I'm reaching new audiences. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm off Facebook. Um, I don't really <clears throat> search much soccer, so maybe I'm not in the algorithm. Do you see mom went, went after our uh, our new our new cousin about QAnon? Yeah, I told her not to do <laughs> I that. I told her not to do that, too. <laughs> Nick, we, we, we got a new relative via uh, Ancestry.com, who my mom reached out to her, and she's slowly um, revealing herself to be... <laughs> 
really just like the last kind of person you'd want in your family. It's the, the beauty uh, of Facebook. Yeah, the, she's getting hard into uh, the save the children, but it's you know mm. more of a there's a, for some reason the actual threat of real child abuse out in the world, which is very real, is less interesting than the vast media conspiracy to cover up stuff like that but uh yeah which we tell our mom not to engage but uh you know she couldn't resist this last time yeah i mean i think my family is a case study and uh how these types of comments are so titillizing for us we just cannot stop ourselves and we're constantly in familial arguments so my heart goes out to you man (laughs) it's not worth it's not worth it folks don't engage not worth it no i don't the plus side is uh, none of us knew this person existed, so we really have no connection <laughs> and no reason to ever speak to her. So Fucking know. just going hard now, huh? <laughs> she looks a lot like our mom, though, to me. <laughs> so that part kind of creeps me out. I'm like, damn, mom dyed her hair, and she's trying to save the children, but in the worst way possible. Uh, what else? Reggaeton leaves. Really, yeah, that's I, the heartbreaker. Well, I quit my job. uh Yesterday was my very last day of work, and after two years, you know what my boss did for me? He just left without <laughs> saying a word. <laughs> what about the other uh, non-bosses? Um, they're relatively cool. They said goodbye, That's though. It. Yeah, yeah. Any, anybody cry? Um, I think on the inside, all for of them. <laughs> I remember when we all got laid off from the airport uh, back in the day. You know, I was young, young and dumb. I was like, I was like, whatever. We get some severance. We'll just get another job. And we we're like in a big room and all these like gate agents, like older women were just like sobbing. And I'm like so dumb. Like, we'll just get another job. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> and they're like, my life, my life. I'm like, I don't get it. I, I get it now, ladies. I didn't say that out loud, by the way. Like, uh, Deborah, <laughs> don't you fucking cool it? It's like, I have children. And all these people Why don't talk- you ask your parents for some money? Yeah, for real. Idiot. They're all talking about like their Cobra health insurance and stuff. Like, what am I going to do about insurance? It's like, insure what? <laughs> it's like when we'd be on tour, Zach, and like everyone else is like scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'm like, mom, can you drop another, <laughs> another hundo in the bank account? I want to go to Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Remember you got mad at me because I bought Robbie chicken nuggets. You're like, Mom gave me that money for you. That's <laughs> <So sorry. laughs> a misdirected rage. <laughs> I'm sure those nuggets are burning, burnt right through my uh, my credit. Uh, Nick, when you went on tour back in the day, who, who was financing you? Oh, I mean, my parents for sure. I mean, I mean, I, I think I worked at that point. But with the family company, so I'm, I'm sure I had money. But the, uh, dirty the first time we went on tour, my dad, my dad actually booked a bunch of hotel rooms because he couldn't stand the fact of me sleeping <laughs> in a van in a parking lot somewhere in like Houston, Texas. So uh, actually, the first time we went on tour, all the, my mom and dad called a meeting for all the parents of all the other band members. <laughs> oh no! Who apparently, oh, no. Who apparently didn't, who apparently didn't care about their kids because they were annoyed to be there. For sure. And uh, yeah, my mom started crying. She thought that was the last time she was going to see me. I was going to die on the highway. And sometimes I wish I would have died on the highway out there. <sighs> Zach, remember uh, you probably tell. I had a job at the time. I was La Rosa's. I was dishing. Yeah, but you you could it was a job you could leave and come back for. Yeah, well, for apparently sure. because you did do that. Speaking of which, where where we're st- where are we stay we're staying at that house in um oh, was this in California or somewhere else? You'll correct me, Zach, but John wanted to protect the gear in the van, so he slept out in the van. Sure. And yeah. then we went out there. <laughs> just the worst thing you could do. And like <laughs> we tried to scare him. Not try, but we scared the shit out of him. But which is just like so cruel. And he's like, Hey, what's out there? Or like, what did he say? What did he, he say? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I'll never forget it. Uh no, he was actually I think it was in Wilkesbury because we had he was that was in the parking lot of a hotel, I thought, or something, but Either yeah, way, it was. Right. I slept in that van a lot of nights, and it is nerve wracking. Yeah, you're kind of on edge the whole time. Yeah, we we slid open one of the smaller windows, and I reached in and grabbed a guitar case and just shook it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cruel. Pretty it's like the last up. thing you'd want to happen to you. It was like trying to sleep when we broke down on the side of the road. I don't know if it's when we like blew a tire. 
but we were there for a long time. It's like the middle of the night. And like, I was laying there, like trying to go to sleep and like every truck that goes by, like the van kind of like jiggles back and forth. Like, I can't do this. We're going to get fucking, if we're going to get hit by a truck, I want to be awake for this. I don't want to die in my sleep. Sorry not to go down a rabbit hole, but one of the worst nights I could remember, um, I'm sure it was terrible for you too, Jonah, because at the time I believe you had pink eye in both eyes for sure. and we were doing an overnight drive to Denver and we're in these snowy mountains and we were forced uh, by law enforcement to pull off the road and purchase chains for the tires before we were allowed to continue. And then um, halfway up this mountain, it was me and John, everyone else was like in the back sleeping, some of the chains snapped or something or we had a flat tire and we were the only ones that got out of the van to try to fix it <laughs> and you guys just stayed bundled and warm oh man you should have heard us out there. <laughs> that was one of the only times we got a hotel yeah for like three hours yeah, yeah. i thought you're gonna say the cops were gonna start harassing jenna because they, they thought he was blazed hey man <laughs> Pink guy. No, uh, I'm going to throw a story too, uh, since uh, that's what we're doing right now. I uh, We were playing in Gainesville, and we stayed at this house afterwards. And there was this guy, um, it was an older guy, I think he was, think he was homeless, um, which is terrible. We'll just assert <laughs> that. Um, he was drinking fucking these giant tall boys of um, Ice House and just crushing them like continuously. So... John and Shorty get the the short end of the straw, drew short straws, I should say, had to sleep out in the living room with him. And then I wake up in the morning and Shorty's like, we got to go. We got to go, man. We got to go. And he's like all freaked out. And then I find out later, I was like, what happened? Like after getting in the van, he's like, yeah, like I woke up in the middle of the living room. And he's like, and I was super hungry. And I heard someone like, like cooking eggs. I could hear the sizzling of the eggs on the skillet. He's like, and I turned over and I saw it. It was just the bum pissing on the carpet. That's what the noise was. <laughs> Somehow I wanted cooking eggs to actually be part of this. And, and, Short, and Shorty's super hobophobic. So like, you know, Jesus, he had to get out of there. I, we ever tell you. Just Nick, kidding. I'm kidding, Shorty. We're staying in Alabama. That's, how, somebody, G- that's how Jonah got pink eye. At somebody's uh, house. Um. She went by many names. She won't listen. Sea cow, <laughs> tank, um, dozer. <laughs> anyway, we're staying at her apartment, and uh, things already weren't going well. She wasn't getting along with Rich. And um, we go back to her small apartment, and we discover she has a loaf of bread, and there was no crust. It was sold as crustless white bread. I'd never seen it before. Have you, Nick? No. I, I mean, I hung around crust punks. They were super into that. Crustless what? <laughs> <laughs> they always bread. Anyway. They always bought bread with crust. That's all I'm getting at. Sorry, go ahead. He ended up getting kicked out of the apartment after <laughs> she locked herself in her room and he was like holding the crustless bread like a baby and petting it and saying, Ooh, crustless bread. And uh, she opened the door to confront him as he was walking away and uh dropped the B word under his breath and he got Ooh. kicked out and then uh he said the van was getting broken into while he slept in it. I think he just wanted to come back inside. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he when he was telling me, I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to be in here anyways. Or something. <laughs> he tried to make it like that. Yeah. She was like, yeah, I buy crustless bread. So what? <laughs> I thought you were going to tell the story about, uh, what was the name? Uh, Fid? Twigs? Fid? Who's the... Fidge? Yeah. <laughs> and the internet girlfriend put Twix inside her. <laughs> yeah. She like drank her own pee or something. I thought that's the story you were telling. It's like, where are we? I guess that's really the whole story. <laughs> but hey man, anytime you get a nice place to stay, you don't know what's going on. But this guy was like basically Joe C from uh, Kid Rock's band. <laughs> not that not that bad. But he got like an internet girl that he met up with. Was that like an Iowa or somewhere, somewhere strange, but ended up, we got a place to stay and he stayed in her room and, uh, yeah, I know there was Twix bars involved and <laughs> cups of urine, <laughs> just very, nothing right. Uh, what a, what a, what a hilarious band of misfits. Not our band though. No Twix, <laughs> no Twix for me. Fortunately, we were pretty square, but if that's being square, I don't want to be circle. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Uh yeah yeah yeah. 
Anything else you want to add to the situation? Anyone besides me? I, th- I think I would have rather drank piss tonight than watch that FCC game. <laughs> Porque no and, los and, dos and possibly, and possibly Twix insertion Possibly Well that's a win win <laughs> It's an activity and a meal Nick uh, Yeah But what else I had something when I, we were For ta- some reason I told Eli tonight He asked if he could have a plum And I told him he had to eat it through his butthole <laughs> I feel like I started something Obviously you did Are you kidding I was uh <laughs> I was where'd all the plums go? <laughs> you gotta take him to the doctor. That's a blockage? What yeah. happened? What did you tell Yo, your son? Last time he lied about eating a plum pit and he thought he was gonna die, so really I don't know. You probably shouldn't be messing with plum jokes anymore. Well, I got actually a good story when my kids were alive. Um they um <laughs> So I was I, I in my dying need to have my kids like like me. I started doing this thing where I took my son's Woody hat. He loves Toy Story. He loves Woody. And like when they can't find a toy, it's obviously like you usually just go right where they had the toy and you can usually find it in like two seconds if you just look. So I'll like with a sleight of hand grab the toy and then put it under the hat. And then like I make them say like some magic words. I'm like, oh, here it is. And I thought this was pretty cool. They really liked it. They talked about it. I'm the fucking superhero, you know. Now every time they lose a toy, they won't. They will not even look for their toy. They go <laughs> grab the fucking hat. They bring the hat to me, and they're like, "Dad, I lost this toy. Can you just bring it back real quick?" And I'm like, um, "Yeah, it doesn't work like that. I gotta, I gotta get warm. I gotta get warmed up. I gotta walk around." And now, but every time I gotta get up and start walking around to see if I can like spot the toy. And then last time I got so tired, I pulled the hat off and I was flicking the kids off. <laughs> And now Dad. they get it. They get the. They got the message. Daddy, why? I thought you were gonna <laughs> drop a turd on the carpet and put the hat on top. <laughs> uh oh, Petey left his toy. Let's, let me just like you have a dog named Petey for some reason. <laughs> More natural play doh. <laughs> that's you're that's the what best. we. That's what we call it in our house. Shorty's like someone's shakes. cooking brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> There's a dog. Man, <laughs> Zach, do you remember? You remember oh. we we stayed in Albany with one. You up. had to poop with no light. Yeah, no, I had the shits <laughs> with no light. Not just any. It was like diarrhea with no lights. I was like, what kind of bathroom has no lights? I just wiped and wiped and wiped and wiped some more. That was when we went to the Bell JS, and I think I had like the equivalent of like combined. 10 uh, chicken planks and Chilitos. <laughs> like I was like, oh yeah, baby. We got LJS chicken planks and Chilitos. <laughs> I got to I gotta fucking pack it in. <laughs> I remember uh, putting a bunch of hush puppies inside my bean burritos. It was disgusting. <laughs> oh my God. It was new to us, Nick. LJS. What was special. the one-up guitarist name? Uh, he was kind of what? slight. The guitarist from one-up. Donnie Mutt? Yeah. I, I remember him walking around with... Did he or have a... Jude. Jude, yeah. <laughs> Definitely Jude. I think he showed us a mangina in that house, too. Oh, a lot of good memories there. Or was that me? I honestly can't remember. <laughs> Either I showed him my mangina or he showed me his. And then he got a Twix bar out and things got real crazy. Uh, Nick, bring us home. Wrap up this sensational evening of sport and friendship. Yeah, I mean, just to kind of go back what Zach said, which was definitely obvious tonight after he said it and watching the game which is the 352 is going to leave us in this position where we're going to have these open giant gaps on the outside if our wing backs can't get up the field which they're not going to be able to do if the other team's pressuring so there's just going to be a, a lot of disconnect between our midfield and our strikers until we can have more personnel up the field so here's the hoping that some type of shift occurs and we have more support up front because boy i'm fucking really sick of watching soccer where we're not scoring and, and when we do score it's like a gift like tonight so so but is so is hoping for the best hoping for the best reggae team's like we oui, we oui, i've seen enough i will go <laughs> home and i will blame the corona zach Au revoir. <laughs> zach yo what's up top that <clears throat> i can't but uh I will say, I've had some complaints about Frankie and his positioning this season, but uh, without him being one of those three midfielders, uh, they seem pretty fucking stagnant. And uh, so we need him back. Hey, Harris wasn't exactly inspiring me tonight on any level. 
didn't get any of those long balls that he's supposed to be so good at. And uh, Lord knows the defense wasn't there for me either. But my takeaway is I hate NYCFC. Apparently the product on the field is worse than their worst fans. Congratulations to them. Um, <laughs> talking about Nazis, guys. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, my final thought. Great. More games. We're going to shove in. Zach, uh, maybe we'll, without spoiling it, maybe we'll do your idea if we uh, continue to not win games. I'll, we'll, do some, yeah, we'll do some patchwork. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. Because <laughs> I shouldn't say anything more. Um, why couldn't we have a Minnesota United game in this fucking threesome? Give me something to entertain me. Nick's accent. Oh my god. I need another hour <laughs> of his lucky charms. Could have done a jersey episode. <laughs> Who could tell the difference? Nashville would be my strongest uh I think performance if we can play them. Country's we, pro- do we originally intended on doing which was starting the first Nashville soccer podcast. <laughs> just adding a whole other podcast to my workload just as a prank. <laughs> Hey, welcome to week 56 of Nashville Radio. Yeah, you wouldn't do that. That's not something you'd do. <laughs> it's absolutely. So, oh, I get it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> Check out Knifey News this week. I'm sure it'll be another real real uh, barn burner. It'll just be me crying over Zoom with Nick about the loss of Adrian. Yo, Adrian. <sighs> I hardly knew ye. Uh, Zach, final word? <clears throat> Amelia, what's good? Amelia, what's Gutman? Nick, final word or two? Gutman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just, just Gutman. Okay. Jonah, um, how often do you wish you started this with other people? <laughs> there's it's no, okay to say. There's no winning scenario here. Happy Monday. God bless America. Goodbye. Goodbye. Echo, 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 echo. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye. I'm a rabbit in your headlights. Scared of the spotlight. You don't come to visit. I'm stuck in this bed. Thin rubber gloves. She laughs when. If you've made your peace.